Good morning, friends. It's Grania Tyndall here. It's Numbers for Success. And this is the Numbers for Success podcast on all things soul. So, friends, I record this on May 25th, 2021. So we're coming to the end of another month. And certainly numerology-wise and astrologically-wise, it is off the Richter scale. And I wanted to just give a very brief um insight into what's going on numerology wise and astrologically wise again I never claim to be an astrologer I'm not I just have an interest I am a numerologist which of course I have done and helped thousands of people over over 20 years now to cover uncover and discover who they truly are through their charts through why they're here but also through the family dynamics and that's what we're going to look at as well partially today just on a couple of individuals who are direct descendants of each other and possibly look at some correlations. Because the work of a numerologist is to basically figure out, a bit like Sherlock Holmes, to figure out the clues, to see the signs, to see the repetitive uh, actions, even numbers and dates which are significant in someone's chart can be, and names of course, can be lessons that need to be learnt from the past. So my work is, it's almost like a soul detective and which I really so much enjoy. I love what I do because it helps me to really get an insight as to why someone is having this life experience, how we can identify patterns of behaviour that are ours or which are not and how we can change it to create a new experience. So that's what I do and how blessed I am amongst doing my podcasts and daily messages that I do every day to inspire people, which began 15 months ago at the beginning of this experience, and also media work and radio work. So tomorrow I'll be on the Dermot and Dave show on Today FM, which is one of the biggest radio shows um, here in Ireland, talking about what you guys are going to hear first, which is to do with the lunar eclipse and also to do with what's going on energetically in the world. So May has been a very mixed month. Certainly, we discussed weather-wise here in Ireland, there has been an absolute deluge of rain for six full days. And I believe that's actually due to the fact that Jupiter, the planet of expansion, has come into Pisces since the 13th of May and will be there till around October. Now, Pisces is, is a water sign and it's usually Jupiter is about expansion. So from my understanding, it is an expansion of water, the element of water. And that was certainly determined. We've had literally like real cyclonic weather, uh, which was going to continue on and off probably till October. So sorry about that, folks. It may change. I mean, but I do feel if Pisces is really strong and so is Jupiter and with all the other mixes of um planetary events it's really going to be uh, a very interesting time so that rain and that flooding it's also very symbolic everything that happens in our experience is is energetically connected to a learning and a blessing and that's why we as souls are on the earth to learn to grow to evolve yes we're going to make mistakes that's the whole point we're here to learn how to then change that mistake or learn from that experience and therefore not bring it through into the next generations which is something that I see continuously and not just necessarily in my own life but in the lives of clients 
where patterns of behaviour are repeated again and again and again, usually not of a positive nature, which can therefore continue the story. So let's just go back, though, to this week. So energetically this week, um, numerology-wise, we're still in the five energy, which is to do with the fifth month, and also 2021 is a year five. So the biggest change was around the fifth of the fifth, which was 2021, obviously, 555. I feel that was the beginning of what we're now currently going through, which is, you know, breakthrough. It has taken certainly quite some time actually many decades for certain things to emerge and whilst the world continues on the sun rises the sun sets and it rains in between certainly here in Ireland we have um, been part of a story which has been played behind the scenes which will be showing itself in a very short time. I know I'm sounding like I'm talking in cryptic language. In many ways I am because I'm kind of guided, very much guided as to what to say when I am doing a podcast or when I am channeling for a client, when I'm doing a chart. So a lot of the time I'm being given information which I don't even know what it means. So I'm really, please trust me on this one because it's it really is what I've been doing since I was a young child. And when I'm given this information, it is accurate because it's not coming from me. It's coming from another source. And that can be another question you can ask. If you ever want to ask me questions, please feel free to do so on numbersforsuccess.com or you can even um, text me, I believe, through this podcast. So back to what's going on energetically. I believe that this month is all about massive life change. And we spoke about that at the beginning of the month with the five energy. And now we're coming into one of the greatest periods of this month. And it is a concoction of planets that are, in my understanding, again, I'm not an astrologer, but in my understanding are definitely going to have a very impactful um, time on all of us, even on animals, on the earth itself. And I'm just going to briefly give my understanding. And I know that um, Saturn, to me, the planet Saturn is all to do with, it's to do with boundaries, it's to do with the bottom line. And it's also to do, it's sometimes called the Lord of Karma. So Saturn brings to our attention that which needs to be looked at. And this can also be generational. So, but let's look at this as a world at the moment what is happening in the earth is really a repeat or repetitive experience of what's happened countless times through thousands and millions of years of existence. So energetically, we have continuous, you know, different weather patterns and so forth. But equally, um, the behavior of people um, and even what's going on in terms of the medical systems Here in Ireland, our medical system called the HSE has been health services uh, executives has been hacked, cyberly attacked and hacked into where now these hackers have information on every single chart, file, medical records of the people here in Ireland. That began around the middle of the month. So it was bang on in terms of... um, 
I guess, a warlike situation because the number five can relate to war. It can relate to battle. And that's exactly what's happened amongst other things such as uh, people becoming aware of what is going on again on the political stage. I'm not going to try and go there for the for the benefit of this podcast. There's other podcasts who will do that. But I just felt it was important to mention the cyber attack of the HSE. But equally, it's also been very interesting this month to observe observe the falling of old systems. For example, the health system certainly doesn't work here anymore. The educational system has changed since last year. Usually this would be a time when our 18-year-olds who are about to finish secondary school or high school would be doing a series of exams which would be extremely stressful. And since the um, pandemic, what has happened is they're now more uh, reviews and there is one or two exams so you can choose to have them, but you have a choice. So that's fallen. Also, that we have the banking systems. A lot of our banks are leaving. They're breaking down. There's new, there's new financial systems coming in, which will be another conversation at some point, hopefully. And then, of course, we have the church. The church and state would have had a massive grip, certainly here in, in Ireland, where um, it was um, the church ruled absolutely every sector. And that has completely fallen to the point that people weren't even allowed to attend mass. Now, I know that's changed um, because the system, the rulings are getting a little bit linear in terms of um, connecting with people due to the pandemic. So that's been an interesting to observe. And now then the health system, obviously, we just mentioned where it's archaic and now it's been wiped out to the point that, you know, people are really starting to question Um, what's going to happen next so that's what this whole month is about Um, and the Lord of Karma is very much uh, present and then we also have um, the planet Mercury will be going retrograde um, towards the end of the month the next couple of days Mercury is the planet of communication and it's also the planet that I'm ruled by as a Virgo each each, each, um, star sign each astrological sign I should say has a planet that is associated with it. So for people who were born between possibly the 22nd, 23rd of August to the 21st or thereabouts of September are ruled as Virgo, are ruled by Mercury. So that's why we're good talkers. We're good communicators usually. And um, But when Mercury goes retrograde, maybe three or four times a year, it sort of can throw a spin into things. Um, sometimes it can enhance people's Mercury power. Other times it can decrease. For me... It's usually a time when I am um, very mindful or try to be of what I'm saying because it can be misconstrued. <laughs> so I have to be very conscious of that. So just be aware of that. Now, but the greatest thing that I really want to look at is this week. It's actually starting tomorrow and it's a full lunar eclipse in the sign of Sagittarius, which is a fire sign. And it's also, not only is it a full moon, it's a super full moon. And it's a lunar eclipse. So it's sometimes called a flower moon because at this point, usually, um, maybe in other parts of the world, the flowers will be out and it will be a time of, you know, summertime. Now, with a full, I'm not going to go into the whole ins and outs of why a, a lunar eclipse happens. I'm talking about more about the energy. When this happens, and it's happening on the 26th day of the month, and 26 adds to an eight, which is all about balance. And then you have the five energy which is to do with change and absolute breakthrough. And then the month itself is, or the year itself is a five. Um, So 
tomorrow adds to a number nine day, which is a day of endings. So let me see, eight, yeah, um, it's a day of endings. So it's very much a day of um, things coming to a natural conclusion where I feel with the energy of a lunar eclipse, it's going to bring shadow and light into balance. So it's very much, I feel, you may see and hear things tomorrow, be it in your own lives or on the world stage, which will very much highlight the discrepancy and the polarities of what is actually going on on this earth right now. And let's face it, friends, if you take the time to listen to this every week, you are aware that there's a lot more to life than just what's presented on the world stage, on the world media. And there's an awful lot more. And that's why we must take responsibility for seeking out our own information and questioning things. You don't have to believe a word of what I say or other broadcasters say. This is just my opinion. This is just my research. And what I plan and want to do and my vision is that when people listen to this, they may decide, well, I don't believe that and go look for information or I do believe that and go look for information, if that makes sense. So that's what this is about. This time is about polarity. It's about the extremes of light and dark. And an eclipse can bring that to... Uh, you'll watch watch for the birds. Watch the birds and the animals go very quiet in the time of an eclipse because they know it's a time to stop and take stock. Because watch always watch the animals, particularly the birds, because they are very tuned in with the flow of the energy of the earth. We as humans can get caught up in um, the busyness of life, um, the life of life. So watch for the birds because they tell us a lot of what is energetically going on. So tomorrow we will feel the effects of the eclipse for at least 48 hours. Now it can bring up um, with a full moon, you've heard this expression, lunatic, where la lune uh, or la luna can it, it just it makes us it brings up emotion again we talked about jupiter uh in by pisces pisces to do with water so it can be excessive emotion and you know you may find if you're living in a house with other women a lot of women make sometimes it's known that men women who are together living together like sisters or family members can menstruate menstruate at the same time and it's usually around a full moon so um it, it's such an important time of emotional release so to make sure if you live near the ocean to walk by the ocean by rivers drink lots of water it's a real time of purifying friends and especially with a full lunar eclipse so check out where your um where the lunar eclipse will be present in your location because obviously depending where you are in the world you either can see it. I think the Southern Hemisphere is where you'll see it the most. Um, not so much in the Northern. Certainly here with the, the wonderful cloud, cloud coverage that we have. However, it has a huge effect on the weather patterns, of course. So the seas may be very violent. Um, so obviously be, be mindful of that if you're sea swimming. And equally, you know, it's more the emotional piece. And it's, it's a time, therefore, to take stock to take really to view 
where you are right now at this time and also to be aware that you are part of a collective experience and therefore to really take time to honour who you are and to really embrace this energy in motion which is emotion and that's what it's about so guys uh, be careful just mind yourselves um stay in bed if you want to and be mindful of your conversations really recognize everyone is really in a very sensitive space at the moment and will be whether you believe it or not um because we are primarily water so we are going to be affected emotionally so just you've heard of here first and again the polarity piece which is which is to do with the day itself, the 26th day of the month, um, you know, the dark and the light. So you might see people act in ways that you weren't probably accustomed to. So just mind yourself. And I wanted to just do a quick little review um, on Harry. I know there's something about Harry. And Harry, I know, if you, if you unless you're living under a stone, you will see that Harry, um, Prince Harry, has Henry Charles Albert David um, has been very much vocalising, been on the news and um, certainly in social media, talking about his own his own healing journey. And I just felt because of this emotional and emotive time that we're in, it's very relevant. His story is kind of relevant to what's going on for us as a world at the moment because everything is being unearthed. It's like no stone will be left unturned and that's what's going on right now energetically in our world and also certainly in the world of Harry and what I thought was interesting was Harry is a direct descendant of Prince Henry King Henry pardon me and he is actually called Prince Henry um, but his, his nickname is Harry so a good old King Henry so Harry made his entrance we would have spoken briefly about Harry before when I talked about him and Meghan but we're just going to look at Harry today because I think it's important so Harry made his entrance on the 15th of September 1984 and King Henry his direct descendant made his entrance on the 28th of June 1491 they both have red hair they both um, are very independent strong um, tempered individuals and you know feisty and there's definitely I mean there's much much information written on King Henry we usually associate him with you know off with her head but there was a lot more to Henry than that and um, and it kind of I found it intriguing because I was sitting with it and I kind of felt this really strong desire to just look at their charts so I felt Harry as in present Harry he is a 371 he's a one life path it's about the individual, even though he's the second, he's the not the heir, he's the spare. I always feel in many ways he is the one who's going to make the difference, the changes. I, I, I remember doing charts on Harry years ago when I was training. And I remember figuring that out, that this man is not just someone who's going to sit back, which he did for many, many years. But it took meeting someone like Megan, whether you like her or loather, she has definitely catapulted him on his journey. And that to me is a true twin soul twin souls are usually souls that come into your experience that absolutely ignite every button of passion within you be it positive or negative to get you onto your path and i really believe they are twin souls and hopefully they'll be soulmates as well but they certainly look like they're twin flames twin souls so for harry 
Harry being the number one life path, he is here to break free, to break through uh, old ways of being. And that's what he's doing. And I'm, I'm a, I am a very big fan of Diana and was. And I still believe she's she's even more prevalent socially and in the social media than she ever was. I mean, bless her. She has passed 24 years ago. She'll be 60 this year. I'll be doing a special broadcast on her on her chart. I find her fascinating. But what I also find fascinating is Harry is currently 36 years old and his mother died at 36. So he's the same age as what his mother was. And I really, truly believe he has taken on the mantle of healing the damage that was done in the royal family. And with that, he is now going to and has, he's very much isolating himself from the other family members. And that's what being a one is. Ones are about, I am, I'll do it my way. And, you know, the maverick. And of course, when you're a maverick, as I know myself, it can be a lonely place. So it's you're different. You're different to everyone else. It doesn't mean you're better. It just means you're different. And he is definitely different, friends, isn't he? Um, he is breaking free of the royal protocol, even from his own family of origin, which is very difficult for a lot of people. But he's in his number one year. That started on the 15th of March. Sorry, the 15th of September 2020 was the beginning of a brand new nine year cycle. And that's what he's in right now. So Harry is in his power year. He's in the year that his mother died. And he's talking a lot about his relationship with his mother, his relationship with, you know, being isolated, being in the Truman Show. And he felt that's what he felt it was, which it is. It's a very invasive fishbowl. But then again, Harry on a soul level. I believe, chose to come in to clear karmic debt. And that brings us back to good old King Henry. (laughs) So good old King Henry, what an interesting man. He's actually a very interesting numerology. He's a 22-4 and dare I say it, he's a master builder number. So what does that mean? It means that Henry, a bit like Harry, came in to change things. Now we know he did. We know he came in to create new rulings which enabled him to marry uh, Anne Boleyn and continue to marry other women. But Prince he- or King Henry was seeking he was seeking adulation. He was seeking love from outside himself. We can do all the psychoanalysis on him, but he as a 22/4 came in to create a new way of being because the number four is about foundation the four is about rules it's about systems it's about putting things in order so king henry was right on track in that he came in at around the time just after the dark ages which had been a horrendous time coming into reformation obviously and the renaissance period and he came in to change things and he certainly made up his own rules he created a whole new religious system Uh, which my direct descendant was affected with, John Tyndall. That is my direct descendant, who was someone who translated the Bible from Latin to English. So there you go. I have a bit of an out connection with the royals. I like to put that plug in. So, um, but for King Henry, he came in to do that, to be the maverick, as is his great, 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 whatever it is, grandson, uh, Harry the Duke of Sussex and you know what's also interesting Harry carries the name of his father Charles okay Albert would have been the husband of Queen Victoria who was another maverick 
he really was somebody who came in and changed things and he very much loved his wife he really did but he was highly creative and he created loads of new systems which the royal family still use today but the interesting one for me is David David was Prince Harry's great great uncle or great uncle anyway yeah great uncle he was the man who uh, married Mrs Simpson and you know he became known as King Edward but David was an older maverick. He was somebody who could not conform. He married an American woman and they exiled to live in the south of France. So the thing is, this is history repeating itself, friends. We have history repeating. We have healing being done through numerous generations. And that leads in perfectly to what's happening for all of us energetically in the world right now, where the Lord of Karma, Saturn, is going retrograde it's bringing everything up to be healed to be addressed to be looked at individually but more importantly collectively so what's going on in the world of prince harry is also going on in our own worlds where healing must take place for those who've gone before us so that therefore we can bring this energy into the new way of being the renaissance period which good old king henry would have been a part of or certainly been a part of the creation of it so friends it's been my pleasure to do this if I can help you figure out perhaps what your patterns are what it is you have are here to complete or learn or to heal please contact me on numbers for success number four in the middle numbersforsuccess.com where it gives me the utmost pleasure to help people to truly live their life purpose until we speak again many blessings and keep safe.